The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Many listeners will be waking up to a winter scene this morning, weather warnings remaining in place for many parts of the country. Uh, but some have experienced very little disruption. For the latest, I'm joined now by climate scientist, weather analyst and founder of Ireland's Weather Channel, Cahal Nolan, and by transport consultant, Connor Faulkner. Good morning and welcome uh, to you both. Uh, we'll start with you, uh, Connor. Uh, the uh, picture on the roads, I mean, we saw pictures on the front pages of our newspapers in our uh, television bulletins of uh, a bus going off the road, trucks went off the road. Things were bad in places yesterday. Yeah, they were. And it's pretty dramatic scenery this morning. If you wake up and throw open your windows, it, it, it looks like a winter wonderland first thing. Um, it's not quite like a winter event, though. It is mid-March, so the sun is up two hours earlier than it would be in December and you can already see that there's been a thaw set in in a lot of places. Main roads from what I can tell are reasonably clear Pat but anywhere in the country, certainly anywhere on the east of the island or north of the island, there's plenty of lying snow on the roads and in the fields so that means secondary roads are still very very dangerous this morning. Motorways and main roads look clear I I have to say just just looking at some of the cameras and stuff from around the country. um, It looks as if has been a thaw, but secondary roads definitely still dangerous. And also, the, the danger is any shaded spots. There will still be ice. So, oh. secondary roads, uh, and there's, there, it's, it's still dangerous out there. Uh, for for motorists, I mean, uh, to be quite honest, I had no difficulty whatsoever. No snow in my car when I woke up. Uh, didn't see any snow in my area around the Dunleary area as I drove to work. Uh, did come across some snow at Stillorgan, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I hear Kira Kelly driving in from Greystone saying it was like a Formula One um, struggle for her to get in. So uh, very much a cure its egg. It is a little bit. I mean, I'm in Knock Lyon, also in South Dublin, and Winter Wonderland greeted me when I opened the curtains this morning. Uh, so thick snow did fall. I mean, you can see that, uh, in fairness to the forecasters, it arrived precisely as predicted and pretty much bang on schedule. And as we look at its residue now, it's one of those sort of spring snowfalls. It's not expected to last. It's turning to slush even as we speak. But even within that, uh, there are definitely dangerous roads. There'll be little icy patches on shady spots. So even if you're on the road, say, later on today, and it looks beautifully clear, it just looks like a a brightened up spring day, there, there is going to be lingering slippery patches and ice in shady spots. It's also forecast to freeze again tonight. Now that might be the last of it but in the northern half of the island it will freeze again tonight so there is a potential for danger. People would have seen footage of that uh, bus coach that had slid off the road so um, it, it, it is dangerous and the, the, the shout out to drivers is obviously to slow down, uh, don't tailgate, stay well back from the car in front and you know be suspicious of your brakes. <laughs> um, it, you can lose control very quickly particularly on secondary roads. Alright uh, Connor, thank you very much uh, for that. Uh, trans- Sport consultant Conor Faulkner. Now, Cahal Nolan is a climate scientist, weather analyst, founder of Ireland's Weather Channel. Cahal, good morning. Very good morning, Pat. Now, uh, do we overreact to all of this with yellow and orange warnings and uh, in some parts of the country, obviously, some challenging conditions yesterday? But really, it's not that bad. I suppose in terms of the context of issuing the weather warnings yesterday, first and foremost, I do think that the warnings that were issued were prudent. Now, the difficulty, I suppose, with issuing these weather warnings, and specifically for a situation like yesterday, in terms of meteorology, in terms of weather forecasting, 
it was a forecaster's nightmare yesterday in the sense that we're dealing with a winter event, let's say, but it is occurring in springtime. It's very marginal in terms of the temperatures as to where we will see snowfall occurring or where it will be that more of a sleazy mix and we won't see those accumulations of snow. As you said, the contrast even between like very small geographical spaces between, let's say, Knockline and yourself over towards Dunleary. One of the difficulties, I think, in terms of issuing with these weather warnings, let's say, is that even an area, let's say, like Dublin, we can see a great discrepancy in the conditions that we see over a very small area. And that's really down to, I suppose, proximity to the sea, let's say, or even in terms of altitude. So at present, if we issue, let's say, I always use the example, let's say, if County Cork, for example, if we have very strong winds, it could be a status red, potentially, along the very coastal fringes. It might only warrant mm-hmm. a status yellow, let's say, a little bit further inland, somewhere like Fermoy. So, but yet we have to issue a warning for the entire county, let's say. If we could break it down to, I suppose, a little bit more regionalized, a little bit more localized, that would probably, I said, alleviate some of these particular difficulties. Yeah. Now, one of the aspects of this is, I suppose, people were mentioning the beast from the east and we might have beast part two and there was nothing really particularly arctic about anything we saw yesterday. I don't think so, no. And certainly I think the connotation, the fact that probably it occurred at the same time, let's say, of year, only five years onwards, I think we still have that little bit of a, we certainly have that memory, let's say, of the Beast from the East events and Storm Emma, which obviously did, I suppose, lead the country to grind to a halt really for the best part of a week. In terms of yesterday's conditions, it was very different. I think even the lead into the particular event was very different. If we think back to Storm Emma, there was at least three to four days of particularly heavy snow in eastern coastal areas before the actual main system itself pushed up, which was associated with Storm Emma. This particular event, yes, we have had cold conditions in the days leading up to it, but by no means exceptionally cold. Temperatures were still above freezing during the day. The severe frost didn't really occur, as was the case with Storm Emma and the lead up to that. So very much a different type of event, let's say, even though some of the, I suppose, key kind of meteorological factors, the storm system coming up from the south and interacting with colder air remain the same, but just certainly not to the same extent as it was five years ago. Uh, two texts here. We're obsessed with snow. The entire country goes on a high alert for nothing. Uh, now, tell that to the bus driver who went off the road yesterday. A bus that was out of service happily. No passengers on board. Another one was driving on the motorway just now. The most dangerous thing uh, has been big sheets of snow coming off the car roofs as it's melting because uh, it is uh, sunny out there and uh, the car is moving along. A certain amount of friction will move the snow as well. So that is hazardous. So the advice would be to people clear have the snow off the roof of your car, you could be creating a hazard for somebody else. Um, just because Dublin suburbs only got a tease from the east doesn't mean that other parts of the country didn't get something a bit more uh, severe. Well, you can let us know exactly what it's like in uh, in your area. Cahill, um more concerning might be the fact that we've had a very dry uh, late winter, early spring, and I'm just wondering how long it'll be before we're told, don't you dare water your lawn. Are we short of water? I suppose in terms of the precipitation that we've seen for the past while, well, yes, in the lead up to this particular event, I, it will be fair to say that we have had uh, below average rainfall during that period. I suppose over the course of the winter in general, probably coming in around about average in terms of, of water, I don't envisage too many difficulties. And certainly looking ahead at the charts over the next while, we certainly lose that easterly or northerly component, which at this time of year can be a particularly dry um, air mass for us to encounter. But certainly going ahead for the next seven to 10 days, it appears as though we will see a return to more typical Atlantic 
regime, let's say. So with that, low pressure systems are expected to push in and we will see some quite heavy rainfall at times interspersed by drier periods too. But overall, I think we will see probably above average rainfall for the next one. So I don't envisage too many problems in terms of water availability for now. And finally, you know, we say spring is sprung from the 1st of um, February when we see uh, the first uh, springtime plants poking their heads above uh, the surface of the soil. But uh, there used to be an expression, I don't know whether it's still used about March, in like a lion, out like a lamb. Um, So really, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. No, certainly we can experience cold conditions. We can experience wintry outbreaks in this country, really up until parts, and I suppose at times leading into April, I suppose for any of our more experienced listeners listening in, even if we cast our minds back to some of the coldest weather events that we would have experienced in Ireland, if we think back to the winters of 1947 and 1963 in a historical context, they continued right up the way until April. So by no means are we out of the out in the clear, let's say, just yet with regards to packing away our winter clothes. But hopefully, let's say, at this particular point in time, mm. the, the latest weather models don't seem to be indicating too much in the way of a return to cold yeah. conditions beyond yeah, the present. Perhaps we look for too specific a weather forecast. When you th- consider how small an island Ireland really is, and yet we want our forecast to be accurate, you know, from Donegal to Donabate, we want to add pre- precision. And that's not really possible. I remember years ago, I was working on a a documentary about the history of the St. Patrick's Day Parade in New York. And on the 16th, I was doing a Vox Pop in my shirt sleeves uh, in, uh, I think it was uh, down in Soho Square or something uh, around there anyway, uh, in my shirt sleeves. And on St. Patrick's Day, it snowed. In New York. <laughs> so, so we're not the only ones who can be ambushed by uh, changing weather conditions. But do we expect too much from our forecasters in terms of precision? I think in terms of the precision, forecasting weather for Ireland is one of the most difficult places in the world that you could potentially forecast for. Being at a mid-latitude region, we are, I suppose, at, at mostly at all times nearly in confluence between these various different air masses. If we get an easterly wind from Ireland, we start to see continental air masses, and that brings its own unique set of conditions. We typically are more accustomed to winds coming across the Atlantic, so we have, let's say, Atlantic storms picking up a lot of moisture. But any, let's say, variability in terms of the weather that we see, it we can be exposed to these rapid changes in terms of temperatures, as you said, even in terms of the context of this weekend, let's say as we go into tomorrow morning, Saturday, we could see temperatures down as low as minus three, minus four in some parts. By Sunday afternoon, those temperatures are expected to be up around maybe 12 to 14 degrees Celsius. So they're the kind of rapid changes in terms of temperatures that we can experience in this country. And I suppose even the geographic variability then with the country as well, it is very difficult to predict, to, I suppose, the exact detail for every given area at every given moment in time. You didn't cast your weather eye over Edinburgh by any chance? Uh, to see what the match conditions might be like Sunday afternoon? Well, I think looking ahead to the match in Edinburgh, we are, again, they've experienced some quite cold conditions of late as well. There was a little bit of snow there yesterday. Um, so hopefully that clears in time. It is expected to clear. There is the potential for some more snow for them pushing in on Saturday evening, Saturday night. Hopefully that would have cleared by 3pm on Sunday for the big game, of course. At the moment, for any of the fans heading across, I think generally um, it should be clear at that point. We should see temperatures starting to get back up towards more near normal values there and hopefully dry conditions then for the game itself by 3pm. Yeah, and normally they uh, manage to do a little bit of central heating as well uh, by enjoying the hospitality of uh, (laughs) (laughs) what's available in Scotland. Uh, Carl Nolan, a climate scientist, weather analyst and founder of Ireland's Weather Channel. Uh, Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.